Hey, Nicole, great news. What's up, Raleigh? The House of Representatives just elected retired American gold medalist sprinter Michael Johnson as the new Speaker of the House. Oh, this is a different Mike Johnson. No, I think it's the sprinter. I mean, how many Michael Johnsons can there possibly be? So, Raleigh, I'm sure you've heard about the absolute mess that's been happening in the House of Representatives for the past few weeks. I've heard tell of it a little bit, yeah. (laughs) Uh, If any of our listeners have just woken up from a four-week coma or something, uh, they ousted Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy. And by they, I mean far-right Republicans who staged a little temper tantrum coup d'etat. They were mad. (laughs) They were mad. He didn't do the thing they wanted him to do. He did not. And uh, Democrats have always hated McCarthy. So they were like, yeah, sure, get him out. That's fine. Um, Our powers combine. A rare win for bipartisanship. Yeah, the only thing that two parties can agree on is that the government isn't working. Fuck Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) So over the course of three weeks, they nominated multiple people. Those people couldn't get enough votes. They thought it was going to be Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is, like, too extreme, even for several Republicans, and so they couldn't get all the votes. Uh, Then they nominated this moderate from Minnesota who was the candidate for less than 24 hours because he was not extreme enough. Uh, And then ultimately... It's the Goldilocks problem. It is the Goldilocks problem. Although the guy that we're settling on is pretty extreme. He's just not as kind of viscerally upsetting Mm. as Jim Jordan is. white hot porridge. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The guy who ultimately got the nomination and finally the Republicans managed to unite around is this guy, Michael Johnson, a representative from Louisiana, who I had never heard of before this. I think most people were not like really aware of this guy. Did you know Michael Johnson before this week? I mean, I loved him in the Olympics, but other than that, I hadn't heard of him. (laughs) Different guy, unfortunately. Uh, Golden shoes. That was his trademark. Wow. That's so much cooler than being Speaker of the House. fucking awesome. He's Speaker of the House. And would you believe it? The very first piece of legislation he tried to get through was an anti-climate bill. Woof. That is a bummer. So it made me think I want to talk a little bit about, like, what is this guy going to mean for climate generally? Great. Let's get into it. And just real quick, I know we recently had a Patreon poll about what the next episode was going to be, and this is not that episode, and there's two reasons for that. One is I started researching that other episode, and I was like, oh, to do this justice, I need to do, like, a lot more research, (sighs) and we have to record this today. So uh, I'm working on it. Don't worry. Uh, And also, this is, like, topical. It just happened. It would be weird to do the Mike Johnson episode six months from now. So uh, doing this now, don't worry, Patreon. I didn't forget about you. I'm just trying to not do a bad job if possible. Well, also, in keeping with the House of Representatives, we (laughs) took the first response and then we said no to it. And then this is a different one. Yes. So we're still doing that. But today we're going to talk about Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Nice. And this guy is still, you know, he's not Jim Jordan. He's not as uncouth. He didn't allegedly contribute to sexual assault while he was a wrestling coach at Ohio. Google it. Google that. Yeah. Uh, I will say Mike Johnson, knee deep in couth. He's couth as hell. He is swimming in couth. Um, But he's still an ultra right wing conservative hardliner. And a nationalist. And also (laughs) that. Don't forget. (laughs) And since he is now uh, the Speaker of the House, I figured we'd take a moment to review his climate policy because it's, this might surprise you. 
not great. Oh, it's not great. It's excellent? Yes, exactly. So like I said, nobody really knew who this guy was until last week. A lot of people still don't really know what his deal is. So let's figure it out. Can't let's wait. let's get into like background. Who is this guy? Inside the head of who the Mike hell? Johnson. <laughs> who are we dealing with here? Um, this is another who the hell are we it's, episode. It's another who the hell are we episode, except it's who the hell is Mike Johnson. Yeah. Who the hell are we dealing with? Yes, there we go. Got it, got it. <laughs> um, okay, so Mike Johnson was elected to Congress in 2016 to represent Louisiana's 4th Congressional District. Some policy highlights are he contested the results of the 2020 presidential election, both on the House floor and in court. He's a lawyer, which... We'll come back to in more of his background. Isn't this the dude who said, uh, if you want to know what my opinions are, read the Bible because my opinions are just whatever's in the Bible? He did say that. And I guess I'm never going to know what his opinions are because I got other stuff to do. I think his opinions are don't have shellfish. Uh-huh. And also don't uh, mix fabrics. Don't mix fabrics. And then also if you're if you if your son gets crushed by a house, you get to crush the architect's son. <laughs> It's an amazing text. Um, He also supported bills that would institute a nationwide ban on abortion, which is bad in my opinion, but also bog standard for a MAGA Republican. Mm. He also advocated for overturning the Supreme Court decision Obergefell versus Hodges, which affirmed a fundamental right for same-sex couples to marry. That was kind of a big issue this year, but it's also kind of his pet project because historically one of his big things has been preventing gay people from existing and having equal rights and um, well, you just gotta repress respect. them yeah <laughs> repress them and then they'll go away yes that's how it's worked historically the war on drugs huge success yes and wild success i don't see why this it can't be a fully functional policy too i agree and pre-congress he was working on that too he worked as an attorney in private practice and for the alliance defending freedom or adf where he <laughs> primarily advocated for the criminalization of gay sex Alliance defending freedom. To not have gay sex. Right. Freedom Freedom from from other people having gay sex. Yes. That you're not presumably involved in. (laughs) He wrote an amicus brief for the ADF, which said, states have many legitimate grounds to prescribe same-sex deviant sexual intercourse, and added, by closing these bedroom doors, they have opened a Pandora's box. God, imagine a guy running into a room and being like, nobody think about gay sex. (laughs) Stop thinking about gay sex all the time. And like, that's the speaker of the house. (laughs) It's like, I think you have some soul searching to do, my friend. Yeah. And if it turns out that you need to break up with your wife for what you discover, so be it. I just, I love the like illegalizing gay sex. It's like, no praying you know it's like you're not you can't (laughs) prove that i was praying you know well don't say no praying around mike johnson because in addition to being a hardline conservative uh he's also a young earth creationist oh do you know what a young earth creationist is i mean aside from being an incredible rap name (laughs) i don't know what a young earth creationist is um uh, i'm gonna spare everybody from doing a freestyle rap but if i could because you want me to do one? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yo, 600 days. That's how long God had to play in the sandbox for his grand locks, started the earth, and now we got socks and kangaroos and also snakes. But don't trust snakes because they're snakes. 
As incoherent as that rap was, it's not far off from the actual beliefs of young Earth Damn. creationists. The the basic theory of young Earth creationism is that uh, they believe the Book of Genesis is literal and the Earth is six thousand years old. Um, might I posit a question? Sure. Oil it takes longer than that to make. Sure. So I think the explanation would be that God, in His grace, gave us the oil. This is honestly this makes a lot of sense for their arguments then. Because if they really think the earth is 6,000 years old, mm -hmm. what else could it be yeah. than a gift from God? Yes, exactly. So also before he was elected to Congress as a lawyer, he represented a theme park in Williamstown, Kentucky called the Ark Encounter. Are you familiar with the Ark Encounter? Oh, my dad used to drag us there every summer to <laughs> Williamstown, Kentucky. No, I don't know what the Ark so Encounter is. So the Ark Encounter is. is basically a museum that's like, the story of Noah and the Ark is real, and this is how it happened. Wow. It's, again, it's his views are based on a very literal interpretation of the Bible. And I bring this up, one, because it's funny, um, <laughs> but two, because if we're talking about fossil fuels, mm. you got to wonder where those fossils are coming from, because if the Earth's only 6,000 years old, there shouldn't be dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. So young Earth creationists are somewhat divided on where dinosaurs came from. Okay. There's some people who believe that Noah just couldn't get them onto the ark in time. And then they became fossils? Yes. Even though they're well older than 6,000 years? Well, they- uh, So that's that's the crazy group. And then you're going to tell me about the reasonable young Earth creationists. So another group thinks that they're, that God placed their like dinosaur bones in the earth. Can I guess? I don't totally know why, but you-, you As a test of faith. Okay, maybe that's it. All right, so God put the dinosaur bones in the ground mm -hmm. as a catfish attempt. <laughs> so he The put, world's first catfish. That's right. He put them in the ground, and then scientists are going to find them, mm -hmm. make all these ungodly theories that fly in the face of the scripture and the, the literal word of the, mm -hmm. the Lord God, um, a white man God, by the way. <laughs> the scientists are going to die, go to heaven, and they're going to- heaven is going to be a kitchen- they're going to sit down and then God as Chris Hansen's going to walk in and say, like, did you expect to go to heaven and then have pages and pages of their doctoral theses? And then they're going to get arrested and beat up by the police, the, the angel police. The angel police. Right. And are, all cops go to heaven. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, angel police, great um, partner to young to earth young creationists. Earth. <laughs> Um, okay, so young earth creationism is silly, in my opinion. But theoretically, a young earth creationist could still believe in climate change. They could believe that the earth is 6,000 years old, but that we have changed the climate in that time and that we need to act on it. So <sighs> I was going to give Mike Johnson full benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe he believes in climate change and he will act on it. Uh, but surprise, surprise, his beliefs on climate change are not great. Uh, so let's let's listen to a clip of Mike Johnson at a public hearing where he talks about some of his views on climate change. And also, it is confusing to me where the audience stands on climate change <laughs> in this video. Of America paying the check for the rest of the world. And when China right. China China China. Blaming China? Oh. You have basically whole continents that are not complying with the terms of it. Why should we do that? We're asking about that. We're asking about how do you feel about climate change? And what's happening to the environment of the earth? Yeah, I'm not. A, I am not a big proponent of the climate change data because I have seen data on the other side. Okay, is there climate change? Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. 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 Hold
Hold on. Let me see. You gotta let me answer. You gotta let me answer. I, the climate, the, the climate is changing. Okay. The climate is changing. Okay. But the question is. Is the climate changing because of natural cycles in the atmosphere and in, in over the span of history? Or is it changing because we drive SUVs? Okay? I don't believe in the latter. I don't think that's the primary driver. And if you talk to scientists on the Hill, and we have, you talk to people who really study this stuff, and, and you ask them about, you know, you say that burning these things puts carbon emissions into the air. What about all over, like, all over the continent of, of like Africa, for example, where they burn huge areas and forests, and they do all these things without impunity, and nobody Africa. Asks, and they get offended when you ask those questions, because other parts of the world that are not complying are contributing more <laughs> than we are, okay? Right. To whatever the problem is they're right. Listen, this should not be a partisan thing. We should deal in facts, okay? The problem with this, the problem with the climate change debate, is that there are facts on both sides. And it's wait a minute. Okay. Okay, I get it. You disagree with me on climate change, okay? Um, all right, let's let it move on. This is one of the. Okay, all right. Wait, wait. So I think at this point the audience is fighting with each other about climate change. And people of good conscience and, and right mind can disagree. They can look at the data. There are good arguments on both sides. Um, so this uh, this clip is a rich text. Greatest hits. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. So he opens again by talking about China. Just did a whole episode about China mm-hmm. uh, and why that's a convenient scapegoat. I have never heard that Africa is the so problem that that's argument. my second point. But let's get right into it. That's so amazing. he talks about what about all over Africa? They burn huge areas of forest and do all of these things with impunity. I think he said without impunity, but he meant with impunity. And they get offended when you ask these questions because other parts of the world are not complying and contributing more than we are. So let's dispel that right now. Uh, He thinks Africa is emitting a lot. Well, the per capita emissions in Africa in the entire continent are one ton per year. One ton. Dang. That must be the highest in the world. It sounds like a lot. But in North America, the per capita emissions are 10.3 tons per year. So about 10 times as much. Also, 10.3 makes us seem a little bit better than we are because included in North America is Mexico and theirs is like less than four, Mm. less than four tons per year. But America and Canada both have such high emissions, particularly because Canada is a petro state, that it boosts us way up. Hell yeah. And and I mean, Mexico, we, we are trying to build that wall and get them out of North America so that will kind of raise our average, mm-hmm. but uh, for now, I guess it's just 10. Yes. So even if what he's saying about them burning all their forests without impunity I mean, is Jesus. true, they're and, still em- emitting way less than us. Yeah. Also, like, why is that a problem, Mike Johnson? <laughs> why does it ma- Like, if, if you think it's Earth's natural cycles and then it's not emissions... Then why is it a problem if Africa is burning all of their forests, it's, Mike Johnson? His like, ideology is pretty jumbled. Um, and he said at the top of the clip that Earth's natural cycles thing. We talked about the Earth's natural cycles in episodes, what, three and five? I'm thinking he maybe doesn't even listen to the pod anymore. That would be wild. Which is He was one of the original up. Patreon supporters. Yeah, he was given 400 a month. Which is crazy. I mean, thank you, Mike Johnson. Well, but... it was it was because it was like, it was a Bible. It was like Ecclesiastes 40 verse zero. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just assumed it was a different Mike Johnson. Yeah. But I, I mean, realize now, how sense. many Mike Johnsons could there be? Um, Raleigh, both of the previous Natural Cycles episodes were your episodes. In case our listeners for this podcast haven't listened to those episodes, first of all, go back and listen to them. But um, can you just give a little Spark Notes version of why that's bullshit? Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's just not uh, <laughs> scientists have a really good handle on like how Earth's natural cycles should be changing the climate and right now we should be in a cooling period and we're in a heating period which yeah. is which is why like we are so sure that man-made carbon emissions are heating up the planet because we're seeing a heating up planet and not a cooling down planet which the natural cycles it, it's, it's like they heard about natural cycles and we're like got it. No need to Look into the rest of the sentence. sentence. Yeah. (laughs) And then this is my problem with a lot of these, uh, I I guess, right wing hacks is that they've like cobbled together their worldview Mm -hmm. like a Frankenstein monster comes together from different dead pieces Mm -hmm. and then they just never update them and then they get elected Speaker of the House. Now, we're recording this on Halloween, so that is a thematically appropriate reference. Ooh, but by the time they listen to it, it's going to be like Thanksgiving sort of time. Thanksgiving is also a little creepy. It it is, but only like historically. I mean, here's why America does it the way they do it. We have a great time in the summer, uh-huh. and then it starts to get cold, uh-huh. and we're like, uh-oh, are we going to die? <laughs> and so we are afraid of death, uh-huh. and we worship death mm-hmm. we wor- because we're afraid of it, and we don't want it to happen to us. So sure. it's like, oh, we'll be on death's side. And so we have our big death celebration, and that's Halloween, and then we're done with death, and now it's time for family shit. And then it's Thanksgiving. So by the time people are going to listen to this, they're going to be done and over the concept of death. So hopefully that didn't spook you out too bad. That this all checks thing. out and sounds a lot like Young Earth creationism to me. Yo, my name is Young Earth C. I freaking rap <laughs> on the RAP. I got a rap degree from the IOC. That's the International Olympic Committee. That's pretty good. Thank you very much. Now, Raleigh, a minute ago you said something that I want to address real quick because you said that you know scientists are so sure climate change is happening. Mm-hmm. There's a consensus on climate change. But Mike Johnson would have us believe that the problem with climate change is there's facts on both sides. Well, there's just really good facts on both sides, Nicole. I don't totally. know what to tell you. Now, I would love for you to read this recently released headline for okay. me. Okay. I don't know how this would possibly connect to what we were just talking about. From the Cornell Chronicle, more than 99.9% of studies agree humans caused climate change. Ooh. Wow. I'm glad to see this number in print. I mean, this kind of is the upgraded version of the 97% Yeah, Yeah, me- so it's mentioned in this article. They did. Um, they kind of revisited a meta-analysis of mm. climate studies, and the 97% number is what's been going around for a long time. And now there's even more consensus. There's basically as much consensus as there can possibly be. Be. Damn, I can finally reuse my We Are the 99% shirt. Yes, exactly. This is great. But you'll have to add a point nine to it. Oh, I, I, uh, I, w- I will not be defacing my clothing, Nicole. <laughs> I'm not a tailor. It's 99.9%. So there are facts on both sides, but it's sort of the same way that there's facts on both sides about whether or not the Earth is 6,000 years old. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I'm sure you could find... I mean, I hesitate to even call them facts, but I'm sure you could find 0.1% of people who believe that they're facts. Well, let me do this, Nicole. How old are you? I am going to be 34 next month. Now, tell me this. Is that less or more than 6,000 years old? It is less. Check 
and mate, Nicole. <laughs> I don't have a good comeback for that. Yeah. So there might be facts on both sides, but 99.9% of them are on the side that humans have caused climate yeah. change. Hey, there's fact on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of the preview. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear the whole episode, head on over to our Patreon page where we got the whole thing ad-free. Now, do not worry. We got a bunch of episodes right here for free. But if you want to support the show and hear us cracking wise about other people's mamas, the Patreon page is the place to do it. I hope to see you there. But obviously, you know, you do you. Bye. Bye.